Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Esteem Podcast. My name is Teco Farah, and I'm going to be your host for the day. I'll proceed to tell a little bit about myself since this is my first time operating as a host for our beloved podcast. I'm from LG La Perronta, and I have been active in Esteem for around two years, and the podcast team has been the first team that I have actually joined within the central level. So today our episode is about traveling alone, and we have two amazing guests telling us about their experiences. Um, we can start off with the introduction of our guests for the day. Today we have two guests here. Um, so we can give a small little welcome to Raul Sotillo and Robert Zastro, who will be telling us about their stories today. And uh, Raul, you can start off by introducing yourself. Awesome. So I'm Raul from Sevilla. Um, well, like I've been in the team since 2015, I'd say. I joined in my second year, so I'm 26 years old. I'm living in Germany now, in Schwarzwald, in a very small town, and currently I'm working uh, making bicycles, so designing bicycles in, a, in the automotive industry. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Yes, thank you, Raul. Robert, do you want to also introduce yourself quickly? Uh, sure. Uh, I'm Rob. Uh, so I'm originally from LG Berlin, but currently doing my Erasmus year in the beautiful city of Milan. I've been uh, active in Esteem since 2021, so yeah, almost two years now, counting the online events. But yeah, it's been it's been a great journey. Yes, thank you guys for your introduction. So Robert and Raul here have had extensive experience with traveling alone, from ranging from Esteem events to traveling to other kinds of events, which is why they are the perfect guests today to tell us about their experiences. So this is a question for you guys. How was your first time traveling alone? So yes, we can start off with your experiences on traveling alone. So how was the first time you guys traveled alone? Okay, so I can go first. Uh, yeah, uh, well, basically what I, like, we, we need to think about what is uh, considered to do like a solo trip. Uh, solo trip can be going abroad can be even if you get the philosophy of traveling can be even like a it doesn't really depend on the, on the distance it can be a, a short distance trip but in my case if you talk about a long distance trip maybe the first time was around I'm not 20 15 16 i was maybe 18 years old and um i went one time to to portugal by myself for some time it was very short distance but it was very fulfilling uh in terms of traveling let's say Taking a flight way farther. Maybe when I went to uh, Sweden, it was uh, some time ago, maybe in 2017 as well. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really interesting. Do you remember what was like the the like main reason why you took this like like leap of faith? You could say. <laughs> there, there was a reasoning behind. Uh, so I liked someone that was in Portugal. Uh, it's not from Esteem, by the way. <laughs> and I just I, I just thought that I needed 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 to go there somehow. So I I went all the way there. And it, it turned out uh, very nice, but also not very nice because I I couldn't get the bus back. So then I stayed there for a few more days on myself and that's when I noticed that I I could enjoy myself as well. Uh, even you know, like sometimes when you travel alone you feel even um you think you feel like even less alone let's say like uh, you you go around you meet some people it's it's a nice way to get to know yourself and your limits 
Mm, that's really true. You get to also connect with yourself, with yourself in a sense where you can be alone with your thoughts in a completely different place, for example. Yeah, I'm super happy with that. Yeah, that's that's actually that's that it's nice that something uh, like you missing your bus or not being able to make it was like a reason for you to stay longer and then you could discover your actual passion or like like <laughs> for traveling alone and then you did it for many many times to come so it's crazy how small yeah. things like this end up being end yeah up it's, being. It's, it's, it's what i'm saying the it doesn't need to be a long distance like in that case i always tell the story um when they ask me just because it, it was super um like a life change for me, even though it was not like very far. I did also several other uh, solo trips and it, it was not, um, let's say like the most exciting one. But if you think about my personal experience, it was one of the best ones since it, it was like a change in the mindset. Yeah, that's that's really interesting to hear. So uh, in general, like how many trips would you say you have been after that so far? I don't know. Um, I mean, just as a... I mean, since I'm living alone, um, let's say here in Germany, I've been one year already and every weekend I, I've gone somewhere uh, alone or with people if they want to join. So I'm not restricted, restricted. Um, when I was living in England, so three years ago, I was also going alone by myself and everywhere. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really count experiences. I think they're, it's more about quality. <laughs> so yeah. lots of times every time that I have some spare time that's that's a really nice way to look at it because at least for me I find myself find myself like just dwelling on how many I've done and, and thinking about them thinking about them more but that's a really nice way to approach it and thank you Raul for, for sharing your, your part now we can maybe go on Rob and what was your first experience traveling alone well, yeah sure uh, so, uh, of course, I also had a couple train of flights alone to places, but where I was visiting like family or friends. So I think that it doesn't really count in this case. But my first time where we flew somewhere completely alone and where I didn't know anyone uh, was then actually opposite to Raoul's uh, very, very far away. It was actually to Australia shortly after I turned 18. Uh, I think it is a very German thing to do after finishing high school, but um, I actually did enjoy it a lot, like uh, being in 12 at hostel rooms, meeting new people every day from all over the world. Um, eventually started working after a few weeks of traveling, but uh, then eventually this thing called COVID came in and kind of ruined my plans. But um, it definitely was a great experience. Uh, I still uh, had the experience for a couple of weeks. And yeah, it, it might also be one of the reasons why I quickly felt so comfortable traveling in a steam. Yeah, that's that's really interesting to see the that you guys are the exact opposite with your first traveling story. But just a general question, is it like really common for people in Germany to go to like Austria, Australia, as you mentioned, or was it just something that was like really, really trendy at that time? Or what made you decide to go there? Uh, I mean, I, I guess there were definitely times where it was less possible and definitely not for everybody. Uh, but it is definitely like you, you see a lot of Germans there uh, to get probably together with the uh, British, uh, the, the, the biggest group there. 
So yeah, there, there's a bit of the cliche even in Germany of the people returning from Australia after get they get here there and <laughs> uh, feeling like they are completely exotic now or anything. Um, yeah, but it 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 is it is fun there. Like uh, I I did enjoy it. Yeah, that's really cool. Where in uh, Australia were you in? Uh, I first landed in Sydney, uh, spent a week there uh, in a wonderful hostel, and then like one more week traveling up the east coast. Uh, started working in uh, in Brisbane, like I think the city is called like Gold Coast uh, or or something like that, and then yeah, um, eventually got got with the situation got sent off, and uh, still spent a week in Brisbane because it was still uh, possible with the regulations, and then catched my flight home uh, before the situation got too got too difficult with 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 the world. Was kind of lucky with that to be honest. Mm. Yeah, yeah also, um, um, like, it's supposed to be like a conversation, right? So I can also ask. Yes, um, of course. Okay, I want to start doing that. Um, I was going to ask you, like, uh, like you were actually pretty lucky because in Australia they closed everything for like a year. I have a friend um, that had to stay there, basically, and then moved to Philippines and but got, got super, super serious there. Um, I mean, the situation itself was not very serious, but people got very weird, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think if I would have stayed like one or two weeks more there, I would probably also have been in this situation. So yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm happy I still made it back home. But uh, <laughs> part of me is thinking, what if I would have stayed, maybe it would be been a, more of an interesting yeah. time, but also definitely yeah. more of a stressful and unsure. So. Yeah. Oh no! Uh, I missed my flight. Oh, <laughs> and then uh, on the beach uh, now. Mm, I, I made it work there. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Like, like it's that was also a really interesting time in general for everything. So it's 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 really cool that you were in Australia to witness it, but you still were able to come back, come back on time before things got to a different direction. Uh, okay, yes, so exactly. you guys have. Okay, so you guys have shared different stories about about the first time you've ever traveled and what it was like, or like traveled alone in general and what it was like. And after that, you guys have been on many, many trips after this. So is, are there any specific reasons or things that made you come back to this, come back to this um, traveling alone part or making trips in general or things that you continuously keep in mind while doing them? Yeah, I, I always say I I wish I really wish I didn't like this because it's 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 a lot of effort in the end. But uh, I mean, when I say this, I mean it's it takes you a lot of time. Uh, it, it, you're in the end going alone by yourself. You spend a lot of I mean not a lot of money if you go alone, but you spend more than if you stay at home. And and I have some friends that they just enjoy stay at home. You know, I I wish I could enjoy this. So what makes me go around is my, I don't know, it's like my soul asked me for for getting to know things, people, for getting to know cultures. I, I just, I'm super restless. I I just, it's, a, it's like a passion. So uh, whenever, whenever I go somewhere, then someone tells me about somewhere else and not necessarily a place, but uh, I don't know, like friends they have there and they do these kind of things or whatever. And that motivates me to go by myself. And um, in my case, I'm not someone that, likes to depend on things in general so that's why probably i started to trip to do trips alone i 
I was doing my own things, and then if people want to join, they're welcome. Yeah, that is definitely yeah. really cool. It makes you not dependent on others, and you can make your own decisions on them. That's really nice. Rob, you can also share with us. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to keep mentioning COVID too much, but uh, may maybe the time like spent in prison at home, uh, I, I actually spent it in France. So there, I think the rules were actually also pretty severe, where we basically couldn't go more than a kilometer out of the range of our house uh, for for a couple months. Uh, but yeah, as as soon as that that was lifted, uh, I actually took a took a bike trip with my best friend from our little village in France to the Atlantic Ocean, which was really really great, especially as there were absolutely no tourists um, on very very touristy spots. So we definitely did enjoy that, and yeah, then. Uh, of course, the 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 next month, the next years, where whenever it was possible, um, going somewhere, especially when visiting friends, uh, because it's nice to see them again. It's nice to um, uh, to be, of course, have an accommodation so cheaply. Uh, but I, I definitely agree with what Raoul said before, uh, with that uh, if if you can go with people, uh, go with people. It's going to be great, especially if you uh, if you like them. It's a it's an, you have a nice time together. But uh, if you want to go somewhere where nobody else wants to go, uh, then yeah, just go yourself or just visit some friends along the way. I think that is something that it usually always works out pretty good. Yes, definitely. Definitely. That's a really, really <laughs> good point. But Raul, for example, you mentioned that sometimes you go somewhere and you like you get a tip or like someone tells you, oh, or you hear about another place. What's so like one no. place that you, for example, visited only because someone recommended you? Um, journey. Well, I mean, actually, tomorrow I'm I'm going to India, <laughs> because someone recommended me. So um, I was making the bags before uh, having the call. I'm living tonight, and it's just because someone uh, recommended me. And uh, then I checked the flights as soon as possible. I'm packing my things for working from there and just going there. And then I told a friend, so it's also joining it to what we talked before. I told a friend, dude, I got some flights to Delhi. <laughs> I know you also work from home, so uh, you want to join. And uh, not until a few days later, he wanted to join. So I'm actually not going alone again. But it's a good example of like how being impulsive in this kind of things helps you to get things done. And and uh, yeah, basically, that's it. <laughs> mm, yeah. How long are you guys planning on staying in India? Twenty no, nineteen days I think. Yeah, so until the fourteenth, few weeks. That is that is really definitely something that's really cool, or that's not a destination that's maybe that common. So that definitely makes this even more like interesting. The fact that you went there through recommendation, which is which comes from mm. being active in general in these things, so it gives you more insight, definitely. Yeah. Also, uh, talking about what uh, Robert said before, I also like doing uh, bike trips um, in summer, spring, or whenever it's sunny and, and possible. And someone also recommended me to go to uh, France, uh, to Strasbourg, and it's not very far from here. So even if it's a short trip, I did by myself a trip uh, on bicycle um, during a long weekend, one of those long weekends in Germany, and just camping in the wild. And it feels so good when you make it by yourself. So... Completely agree with Robert. Bike trips are also a really cool way to um, travel alone. 
and Strasbourg is actually probably a super super underrated city uh, completely with all the canals and all the beautiful uh, old buildings actually probably the it's whole a... like Alsace or Baden area is very very nice it's incredible incredible I went there one time uh, with family some time ago and then I liked it and when someone recommended me again so I went there and you know I couldn't really appreciate it as much as when you're alone so when you're alone you pay attention to everything um, and that was when, when I got this recommendation you should go to Strasbourg I was like oh I think I was there and then going there again was man super cool yeah Rob do you also have like places where you would have have not gone to unless for example somebody met through travels or someone recommended it to you well, <laughs> since I'm in esteem, uh, a lot, probably. Uh, probably half of the places I've been to in uh, in, in the last year. But, um, I mean, uh, na namely, uh, a lot of cities I wouldn't even have heard about, like um, uh, one that might be a bit familiar to you, uh, La Peranta. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know if, if, if our dear listeners... Uh, even know about it. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's one of our Finnish LGs, uh, which uh, Deco uh, was the LR of. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's really cute. Uh, we actually have a direct uh, fl flight connection there from Bergamo, so that is uh, currently, as I'm doing my Christmas near there, very very <laughs> practical. Uh, but yeah, places like those, uh, or yeah, also in cities, so many places where uh, tourists probably want to go, but uh, st students there obviously know. So it's in Budapest or in Portugal, so, 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 so many places uh, where I definitely wouldn't have stepped my foot in uh, with, with, without getting active in his team and getting to know people there. So that, that has always been a, a, a huge, uh, very happy journey. Yeah, Lovely. now you have. Yeah. Lovely. Now you have visited La Peranta not just once, but twice. That is crazy. <laughs> It, it, it is a very calm city and especially compared to all the big cities I'm used to I, I really <laughs> enjoy every day I'm there yeah. because everything is so calm and you got a nature <laughs> like Saima it's it's great uh, I kind of feel like I'm doing the um, travel uh, brochure right now but it, it, it is <laughs> it is truly nice uh, can, can, can recommend going to an event there <laughs> awesome also, shout out to Petra right here. And thanks to her, I also, via her recommendation, I went to Lulia super spontaneously. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she can turn on the microphone, but I hope you're listening, Petra. <laughs> Thank you for that. It was very cold, but it was very cool. Lovely. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What can I, what can I say? It's, it's, it's a super calm city as well. I love Peranta and uh, very up north. Lots of people, um, students around. It's really cool. Everyone should go and see Lulio at any time of the year, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they told us it was the worst time of the year when we went, like beginning of December. But it was great. I mean, <laughs> it was really cool. We did some ice swimming, some of us. That's something you cannot really do in some other places, maybe in Finland, for sure. I also haven't been to Lulia, but this is the second Lulia promotion promotion. Um, uh, 
talk that I heard in the last week. <laughs> I also heard them from the friends Luria that were in the Nordic Recom, and they also said the same thing. So now I'm maybe considering taking this, taking this into <laughs> my next traveling idea. See, I'm also getting Good. some insight. Yeah, maybe maybe you you can be interviewed in, in the next podcast and tell about Ooh. this story. The tables might be a whole turning. episode about Lulia. <laughs> yeah. I think Lulia would love that. Uh, what are you guys' favorite places that you have visited on your travels? Is it like uh, dream places that we haven't visited yet? Oh. Uh, or you have visited. You can also share places that you haven't visited oh. yet. Mm. Well, you can go first, Robert. I'm also going first. I'm, I'm always going first. So you can go uh, first. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, oof, you definitely, so wait, um, we, I, I'll just, I think we can cut this out, but yeah, just repeating, like repeating the question was, uh, was what our favorite place where we ever went? Yeah, or somewhere that you would like to go as well. Yeah. Or somewhere that, that we would like to go. Okay, uh, give me maybe one minute to think about it. Yeah, definitely. Meanwhile, I can, <sighs> for example, share if both of you guys are thinking about it. Um, at least for me, in the summer, I was traveling. Uh, I that was also one of the first times I traveled alone. I went to Exit Activity Week, which I recommend. And then after that, I traveled a little bit after, and Prague was one of the nicest places that I have visited alone, and I really enjoyed it. So it was really nice being in that city. I liked how walkable it is. My I appreciate cities by their walkability. So I really enjoyed <laughs> how walkable it was, and that but I really, that. yeah. What about you, Raul? Do you do you have something in mind already? Uh, I I think I have something now. Okay. Um, probably uh one place that I didn't thought I would also enjoy so much, despite obviously uh Laperanto or basically any any city in in, in Finland, uh, was actually the probably the complete contrary to the uh, uh to the calmness you can find there. Uh, but uh, I actually. Re- really enjoyed uh, my my week in uh, in Istanbul uh, and the days before and after the CM there that took that took place there uh, in uh, the last autumn. Uh, I I really liked it. I mean, of course, you get uh, you get all of the usual problems of a really really big city, uh, but still, uh, the uh, the food is great, uh, the views are great. You can visit so so much like the historically also super super cool stuff. Uh, and of course, it's also uh, probably the city with the most active steamers. So also uh, uh, a lot of friends uh, you, you can see there again. So uh, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, I definitely liked it a lot. Actually going back there in a month. So can't wait for it. Uh, Istanbul is beautiful. I lived, uh, well, I, I spent three months in Istanbul straight last year. And then going and going back for... Yeah, maybe six times in total last year. It, it, I had a girlfriend from from Istanbul and not a steamer again. Uh, so Istanbul is in my heart and will be the whole time. It's so beautiful. And the whole Turkey, like traveled also to a bit to the east and to the south. It's so cool. So cool. Yeah, I also visited actually Istanbul for the first time for the first time during the council meeting. And the point that Rob mentioned is really true. One thing's for sure is that if you go there, you will be engulfed with the esteem spirit. It's it was really nice. It's like you really you really you really do feel at home. 
couldn't agree more. Uh, actually, uh, uh, that, that was probably a very, very nice experience where we're learning for with the other leaders, to our leaders gathering in the beginning. And it was super crazy. Like I just arrived the day before in a city I was never in before. Uh, and sitting around this table with uh, so many people I did meet uh, in, in other events and places before. Uh, and you basically, although it was my second day in a completely new city, um, it, it does make you feel at home. Yeah, you know everybody, and uh, they show you play around, and uh, it's it's great. I think probably also one of the one of the best things about this team. Yes, definitely. I I also had such a great time there, and it was it was yeah. I really enjoyed Istanbul, and I can't wait to go back there again. I've only been there once so far, or in general in Turkey, but it's it's a really it's a city that I think has also a pretty nice place in my heart. So I can see why Robbie was one of your favorites. Um. From favorite places, um, we can bridge on to our next really nice question, which is, um, what do you guys do? You guys have any stories that you would like to share about about like your favorite? Uh, it doesn't have to be to a play to a good place, but your favorite place. But it can be in general about any place that you visited. So, any interesting stories you want to share about your travels alone? Um. One thing, uh, we just we can cut also this part. Um, the um, I didn't answer to the previous one, but I can join it to the next uh, question. It doesn't matter. Okay, that's good. It's all good, right? Just to, for the editor or whoever's editing this. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. So can you uh, do the question again? Sorry. Yes, I can do the question again. We have a small pause <laughs> and then I'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yes, so now we can bridge on and move on to uh, what is a story that you would like to share about your travels. Uh, it could be an interesting story. It doesn't necessarily have to be linked to the first place, uh, to your favorite place that you have visited, but any nice, cool story that you've had during your traveling travels. Oh, man, that's... <laughs> there, are, there are always so many. And anyone that travels, doesn't matter how, they probably have different stories. But I think I'm... Yeah, I have some cool ones, and honestly, when I when I saw the questions before, I was wondering what should I tell, and and I just didn't even think about it. And but right now, it comes up one story that it's super pure and super uh, <laughs> beautiful at some point. Um, I was uh, just before COVID twenty nineteen, the best year for traveling ever <laughs> so far. Um, I was in Indonesia. Uh, backpacking Southeast Asia, so uh, Malaysia, Indonesia, mostly. And after spending uh, one and a half month in Java, uh, I went straight to the islands. Uh, I mean, everything is, is islands, indeed, but just straight to the islands in the east. And I was in couchsurfing the whole the whole time. If someone doesn't know what it's couchsurfing, it's like uh, an application for getting hosted by people, and it's a uh, at some point, quite safe, but you know, you need to know how to use it. In this case, uh, I didn't know how to use it, but I, I kind of improvised going to this island called uh, Lombok. And went there by land, uh, arrived to the place, and then I said, "Well, I would like to host. To be, I mean, to be hosted by a local." So I went to Couchsurfing and I checked. Uh, <laughs> you know, when you look for like a host in this kind of application, it's like when you look for a or something like that you select a place and then there's like a radius right uh, like the, the radius is a, 
like taking like all the places in like 20 kilometers or whatever. So when I when I took the radius, I saw this nice host. I spoke to him. He didn't have many references, but I couldn't find any other. And I was like, fine, let's go. He sent me the location. It was five hours away on motorcycle. I rented a motorcycle and I was like, okay. Um, I want to stay with a local. I can maybe ask someone in the street, but I don't know. I felt the impulsiveness, like I really needed to go there. So he sent me the locations, but not like this is my location, but more like head north, uh, you know, like the instructions, how to go there. So I will never know <laughs> when he lives or where he lives or whatever. So it took me a full day to get there. Uh, maybe not five hours, but three and a half or four, but then stopping, it was five. Then at some point, uh, I connected again to the internet. I didn't have a, a SIM card. So I connected again, and then I saw the guy was uh, sending me locations for taking a ferry. And and I was thinking, well, I mean, wait a second, I'm already in an island. Why would I take a ferry? And actually, that radius took like a very, very, very small island that is very close to the other island. <laughs> and that, that was... That was super exciting to be honest. But at this, at some point, like, how can I? I mean, what, what, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do there? It's like super small island. <laughs> maybe maybe three hundred people live there. Like there was no electricity. There was no cars. Like there were like people were riding horses literally. And then <laughs> got got to the place on a ferry, which by the way, it's not like any ferry that has like a time. I was asking when the ferry goes, and they said whenever it's full. Uh, it took some time to get full, like a lot of time. I'm telling you, I spent the full day uh, to get there. When I got there, I didn't have internet. That's another point. When I got there, uh, I met with the guy. He was just chilling, having a tea in front of the port. It didn't matter that I arrived maybe three hours later. And then when I went to his, apparently what was going to be his house, I went with them walking. He had a cool bicycle. We were talking about it and so on. And then he said, well, by the way, you can stay here. It's 10 years a night. And I was like, wait a second. 10 years a night? I, I mean, I don't mind paying that, but I'm going to stay with you. I came all the way to stay with the local. Stay with you. And then the guy's like, no, no, no. No. And I was like, no, no, you, you don't get the point. No, I will stay in your house. <laughs> the guy's <laughs> like, excuse me, you'll stay in my house. <laughs> I mean, I came all the way here. I got angry. I came all the way here to the culture. Five hours, a motorcycle. I'm going to stay in your house. And the guy started to understand everything. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, at some point, I felt really bad because he, he was like so poor. And hosted me in a in a house with no door and no roof. So they had like palm trees, uh, like palm leaves in the in the roof. Um, of course, like no bathroom. Like there's like a hole in the floor. And and there were five people sleeping in a king's bed, including myself. <laughs> I felt so bad, but we mm. we did um, we did became we became like really good friends. And the day after I left the island, there was nothing to do in the island. Like walking around the island was twenty minutes. Yeah. I have a question Continue. before you before you finish up because I'm really interested in this story. So after you got off the ferry, how did you manage to find him if you had no internet? He was waiting for me. I told oh, okay. him before taking the ferry. I told him I'm gonna get the ferry, but he that he didn't even know when the ferry was gonna arrive. <laughs> so he was like, that's why I said he was just chilling, like taking a taking a tea in front of the harbor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll never and forget I guess... that. And also, yes. Continue, sir. No, no worries. You can continue. Uh, there, you can continue. They really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that I guess because he knew that the fairs can take for however, so he was just like, "Oh, I'm not sure when he's gonna be here, but I'm just gonna chill until he is." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happened to me also when I was in Rwanda. 
uh, doing the Lean Sigma project. Uh, I rented also a motorcycle for the first days before giving the course, also traveling by myself. And I, I, was, I was late for two hours to give back the motorcycle. And the guy was just like waiting for me in the place that we, it's like chilling, like no problem, bro. Everything is fine. Having a tea also in a chair in the middle of nowhere in the point we, we were supposed to be meeting. He was like so chilled. And I, I will be freaking out if someone, if I lend my, I don't have a car, but like if I lend my car to someone and then he doesn't come in the next two hours, you know? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, people are people. Are people and, and in this case, people are in these places that they are so chill, people, they, they trust each other a lot. Yeah. So, thank you so that much. Is, yeah, that is definitely one of the coolest traveling stories I have heard. Because I think by the time, <laughs> by the time I had no connection, I would have given up. But you were really adept on making no, it. I mean, I left. But but I think everyone who will have done the same as as I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after it's really far. I mean, one day I can show you. I can show you the go on a map. It's really far. And then yeah. whenever whenever I manage to get there, then. I mean, what can I do? I, I don't have any connection. I, I hope the guy is, is there. I'm already waiting for a ferry. I may gonna go back. <laughs> so that was cool. I met some people in the ferry. Uh, the guy was cool as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you all for sharing us your story. That was that was very nice to hear. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Rob, do you also have a story like this or any other kind of story that you have encountered through your travels? Well, uh, on this level uh, of crazy, of uh, I think I I don't think I have any story that uh, comes com- comes even close uh, <laughs> to that uh, to that to that level. Um, so come on, <laughs> no worries, we can edit this out so we can take your time. Sure. Uh, do do do. Leave me. So no, just uh, for the options, I can either tell something. Uh, from I'm just thinking. Uh, uh, I have too much to choose from. Hmm. Traveled <laughs> for far too many times that you can't keep up anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of just scrolling through a map right now, uh, trying to find. Uh, and maybe I can just say something about Ray about um about like one one special way of solo traveling I really enjoy. Yes, of course. Then I can bridge Great. on to, I can do the bridging thing again, and then I'll ask you. Oh, if you want, yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll do a small pause, and then I'll do it again. Yes. Thank you, Rob, for, sh- for sharing your story. That was really interesting to hear. Rob, do you also want to tell us about something that you have encountered or a cool story that you have about your travels? Uh, well, uh, although I, I I think I absolutely have nothing that uh, comes even close to leveling, uh, to 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 leveling role story. Um, <laughs> I, I, no need, no need. Um, I I I think I can maybe um c- c- come back to to Europe actually and um say one one way how I really enjoy to travel, especially solo, uh, because it is very calming, because it is very nice, uh, and it's actually to. Uh, look for your city and uh, look where you want to go and then look if you can go there uh, if there's any rail connection uh, going there and you can get to some very crazy adventures that way 
so yeah, there, there's actually some connections um, if you play around a bit with, especially if you don't only use one rail service provider from one country, but different ones. You can get to some quite interesting places. So I don't know when when once coming home from uh, like my, my family lives in Paris region. So coming back to 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 when I still lived in Berlin, uh, over and staying. Oh well, that, that that's quite a long trip. Maybe I could do a stop in Luxembourg this time. Uh, and then yeah, just hanging around in Luxembourg for two days, and especially as public transport there uh, is uh, is actually completely free. Uh, although everything else is uh, horrendously expensive. Uh, you can actually still have a, a quite nice time and uh, see probably all of the country in in in, in the two days you have. Uh, it's it's really not that big. And then yeah, conti- continue your 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 way to Berlin. Uh, or yeah, actually maybe maybe another uh, very very small country that might also be worth a short visit uh, when you're on the way from anywhere in Switzerland to basically anywhere uh, in Austria. Might 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 happen to uh, to, to anyone. Uh, is uh, you, you, you're very probably coming very, very near to the wonderful little microstate of Liechtenstein. And uh, I can re- it is, it is. I can really, really recommend, uh, like, probably not longer than a day. Uh, probably cannot afford accommodation there either. But uh, going there by train is actually pretty easy. And then you can just walk around there and get some buses. <laughs> Uh, see a bit of the uh, of the city of Vaduz, which is a bit touristy, but you can also go up the mountain and do a walk there, see around the city. I think it's a very, very special place of this little village that really looks like a village, but with way too much money. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, really, really interesting. Uh, and especially, I actually uh, totally by luck went there exactly when they had uh, Fastnacht, which is kind of like carnival, but not really. Uh, like kind of the stuff South German stuff, Swiss thing uh, for for carnival. It's called Fasnacht, and uh, and it's really, really. It was really, really, really fun because I like in every little part uh, of of Liechtenstein where I went through, there are many little villages there. There there were like some people in in costumes playing music or just partying, um, and it it was a very unexpected but uh, also very very uh, beautiful thing uh, I I got to experience in my eight hours there. So yeah, uh, if 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 you if if you happen to to come by somewhere close to there, I, I would definitely recommend there, especially around Fasnach. And then oh, I don't man. know, continuing to Austria or uh, or to the south, to Italy, to the north, to uh, to to Germany. The the possibilities are endless. But yeah, uh, definitely. Um, you you using the the train in general to kind of get in the landscape uh, is especially when traveling north from Milan and you go to like those wonderful Swiss Alps and the lakes and all of those wonderful views and really um probably the most beautiful views I ever had uh, I don't know for example if you come from uh, the north to Lausanne and especially in the evening when the sun is going down it is very 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 beautiful so yeah wow. um, Super nice. I, I guess it's also nice to share that with others but. Uh, also, if you sit alone in the train, watch outside. It's uh, it, nobody can really take it away from you anymore, and it is very, very beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree, and I really like the idea of like uh, putting small travel within your big travel. So you were coming home, but you decided to go see these small, like small cities or different places in between. So you're basically doing more with your time than you could have and um it's like doing things that you wouldn't necessarily do and um yeah exactly, exactly. and this is uh, actually yeah go Sorry. on Raul. Uh, i was gonna say it's 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 very interesting you mentioned this because literally last weekend i was i was doing literally that 
I, I was visiting a friend in in Austria, and then I had I had a blah blah card to go back to Germany, but it got cancelled, and I had to work the the next day. So I I did not have any other choice than going by train to Germany, and it takes so long. It took me twelve hours, but it's so beautiful. Oh, it's not only train, of course. I had to. I was in the mountain in the mountain shelter, so I had to walk, then hitchhike to Austria. It was in Italy. Hitchhike to Austria, and then. From Austria, you can take two buses to Switzerland, then train to back to Austria for logistics. And then from Austria, you can take a train also crossing via um, Switzerland to Germany. And I can it also passes through very close to Liechtenstein, so you can see the valley. And Liechtenstein is really cool. Fun fact about Liechtenstein, uh, on, the, on the King's Day, by the way, everyone loves the King in Liechtenstein. And mm -hmm. probably it's why it's, it's because on the King's Day, everyone is invited for a beer in the whole country in his garden. <laughs> No, so like that's really cool. Seventeenth of August, I think is the date. Everyone in Liechtenstein is invited for a beer in the Garden of the King, and they and I think they have an approval of like ninety five percent of the population. I mean, mm. <laughs> how 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 to keep your monarchy alive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Populism. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is like the perfect way to bridge on to what I wanted to ask you next, which was gonna be about tips and tricks on traveling so you guys mentioned a few things that or places you recommended um and also for example rob mentioned about trains and 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 like different forms of uh, transportation to take so do you guys have any tips and tricks that you would like to share about your travels so far sure uh actually uh, catching back up with the with the train theme uh we 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 just uh, were talking about um you can get much much cheaper prices uh, if you take a bit of time to compare uh, what it is if you only book it with one country, if you book it with different uh, country rail systems, you can get actually really huge steals uh, that way. So that is definitely worth it. I mean, I guess interrail is also always an option, but uh, only for long trips, uh, I, 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 I guess. Uh, but yeah, for, for flights, uh, obviously, you use, uh, use, use something like Flag Scanner uh, and like look, book it in advance if you can. If it's spontaneous, it's not always possible. But also, what we also uh, just uh, just talked about uh, is uh, take the scenic route, uh, especially if you try to avoid plants. Uh, and then, uh, even if it seems impossible, uh, to try to get a, a bus plus a rail connection somewhere, and you might indeed uh, be be seeing a lot more uh, about some some landscape that you that you would have by uh, simply flying over them. So I can definitely a hundred percent recommend that. Yeah, I completely agree. In terms of transportation, uh, just find a way to get to point A to point B. And uh, I mean, of course, book the most important things or whatever, but uh, leave some room for improvising. I say improvising. Yeah, just leave some room for improvising. It's it's always um, even a way to go somewhere can be already the trip. And actually, uh, like a real traveler enjoys the way. Um, and that's why also I think uh, flying is cheating a little bit in that case. If you want to get very far <laughs> quick, if you want to get very far quick, of course, you need to fly. For example, tomorrow, like when I'm flying to India, I need to fly there. I'm not going to spend, I don't know how much time to get there. I wish. Yes. Uh, but if, if, if it's about if it's about to go from point A to point B, it's better to go, in my case, I think, by car, by train, by bicycle, you know, just to see the change, just to see how like how the world moves in reality. That's why I think like, uh, I like flying though, but it's it's a bit of, um, like it's, it's better when you enjoy the journey. And um, and also I can recommend to anyone, anyone that is listening to this, probably young steamers, 
just pack as light as possible, as light as possible. And that will open you so many doors. I'll tell you what, it's um, when, when you have so many, like so less things with you, you can walk around. You don't need to depend on the luggage, the weight. You can just do whatever you want uh, as if you don't have that much package. If you're going to stay three weeks, consider that you can wash your clothes for two times. So you don't need to bring uh, 21 shirts or whatever. You can bring like five and it's more than enough. You always, you never, you're never, never going to use everything. And, yes. and that will allow you to, to, to talk to people, to ask for where can I wash my clothes? And that will be like a little adventure that you will need to stay. Uh, you, you will need to ask for the soup to someone. It's just, it, it's, it's a way to be more human. And that, that, that can be a huge step only if you pack super light. That, that that is very very true, and I I, I could see that firsthand uh, in Australia. The the better and the more experienced the backpacker, the smaller usually their their backpack was. Uh, I I think I I once met a girl who like was on a three month trip with a twenty five liter bag or something like. Yeah. There are days when <laughs> I don't even get through a day with a twenty five liter bag, but. Uh, yeah, <laughs> jokes aside, it's it's uh it's 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 a bit of a skill, but it's definitely worth it. And uh, right. I think you also briefly touched upon uh, talking to other people, uh, and I also hundred percent agree, especially when solo traveling. Uh, of course, you can try to like have a general plan and to not be completely lost and still uh, get something out of it and like get somewhere where you want to go. Um, but uh, along the route, uh, if you're in a hostel, uh, ask where your bunkmate is going tomorrow and maybe join him. Uh, or when you're on your own road somewhere and you see something nice uh, and uh, or you want to go somewhere, uh, ask them to, 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 to buy if they want to join you uh, on, on a hike tomorrow. Uh, things like that. Also, when you're solo traveling, absolutely can recommend. Uh, you, you will always get a yes. You will always sometimes probably get like stood up uh, waiting for somebody and then they, they never come. Uh, but uh, yeah, stay stay flexible, and you'll definitely meet a, a lot of great people and make great experiences. Oh, agree. Yeah, so exciting. <laughs> yes. Keep your mind open and talk a lot. <laughs> yes, uh, those are all very very good uh, tips and tricks. Uh, some that I will also definitely be using. So thank you guys for sharing your tips and tricks, and in general sharing your stories about about your experiences uh it's really cool to hear to hear your like perspective on this uh at least for me i will definitely be using the tips and tricks in um in 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 the future so, and i'm sure all of our other listeners and esteemers are going to be are going to be listening to this and thinking wow maybe it's also my time to travel alone for the first time and see how cool it can get so thank you guys <laughs> for being our guests uh we, yeah, we thank appreciate you so much it. thank you thank you thank you and you're a super nice host also <laughs> yes definitely thank you very much for the invite uh i guess there would be a lot of people who would be uh, at least as qualified uh talking about it but um it was very very nice uh hearing hearing you guys stories as well i hadn't hadn't heard them before yes so thank you to our lovely guests robin Rawl today for sharing all of your insights and experiences with traveling alone it's been such a great uh pleasure to listen to all of your great experiences and to our dear listeners i want to say that maybe this is the time you take that leap of faith and finally do that solo travel plan of yours that you have buried deep down in your drawers 
Um, this has been Deco Farra. Uh, it's my first time operating as a host for our podcast, so I'm excited for what's to come. So make sure to also listen to our new episodes as we will have new hosts and we have great new team members. Thank you so much and I will be seeing you guys around.